The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Yevamot. Masechet Yevamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha Varvacha Mechol Maaseyadav may be zocheh to raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nahat, he should have many more children with health and happiness, and he should have berachah bakol mikol kol, him and his entire family, amen. Just a note of interest, as we study Masechet Yebamot, many of the cases need diagrams, we have chosen the Sefer Siurim, the Masechet Yebamot, as our uh, book for the diagrams written by Aaron Shalomo Berabi Baruch Moshe Hafner available in the bookstore so we refer to pages we are using uh, that sefer Daf Mem Zayin today's Daf has been studied in the Nishmat of Raham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Terechanu Began Aiden Amen we are beginning today's Daf on Mem Vav Amud Bet and we start two lines from the bottom Tarul Banan Mi Sheba Ve'amar Ger Ani person comes along and says I am a Ger I'm a convert Yachol Nekabelenu You think we should accept him? Which means you think we can accept him just like that without dipping him in the mikveh or taking blood from Dam Mila Sagibara says Tamud Omar Itach or Itcha the Pasuk writes, Yagur Ger That when they Ger will live with you in your land. So they learn from this Pasuk over here that when it says Itcha Bimuhzak Lecha, that it has to be Muhzak, which means he has to be already established to you that you know. You can't just take a guy's uh, testimony. So they're learning from Pasukim. Now the Mephashim point out over here. Now when a Stama guy comes to you, you never saw the guy before, and he says he's a Ger, he is believed. Because he has what we call a Migu. He could have came along and said, he's Jewish. <laughs> and the fact that he came along and said, he's a Ger, so you believe him, because he had, a, he could, he had another, uh, another claim he could have said. We're talking about a case over here, where you know for sure, from Betty, that this guy was a Goy. So he has a Hazakah that he's a Goy. Now he wants to come along and just say that he's uh, uh, a Ger. So he doesn't have that Migu to say he could have came along and said he's Jewish. We know he's not Jewish. We know we know the guy was, was a Goy. So therefore, uh, it's not gonna, we don't accept such a, 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 a testimony about oneself. Uh, because the Pasuk is teacher, only when he's living with you, meaning when he is considered a Muhzak. <laughs> so comes the and says... Let's say he comes with witnesses to testify that he converted. How do you know we can accept uh, such a uh, person? So again, the word is mashma over here. He brought witnesses that he was midgayer, or that he was, uh, yeah, that he was midgayer, therefore it's okay. So on his own, no. If he brought Edim, he's okay. Uh, the Gemara is going to ask the obvious question, as she says. If a guy has witnesses, what do I need a Pasuk? There's nothing stronger than witnesses. Do I need a Pasuk to tell me if a guy brings witnesses that he's a gay, that we believe him? Isn't that, uh, isn't that obvious? She comes to the says, I only know that what? That you can accept Gedim in Eris Israel. Why would I think Dafka Eris Israel? Because the Pasuk says, And I would think that maybe in Israel we can accept converts, because a convert in Israel is a real convert. Because since there's the beauty of Eris Israel, Eris Avat Halamudvash, so when he converts, it's going to be a legitimate conversion, because he wants to be part of Eris Israel, he wants to be part of the, the land. So I would say his conversion is going to be genuine. In the Ela Ba'aris, Ba'aris Minayin. How do we know that even in Chutz La'aris, a person is able to, we're able to accept uh, Gerim, Tamud Omar, Ittecha. 
It says, Vichy Yagur Itecha. With you, Bechol Makom Shitecha. Every place that's with you, which comes to include as well Husalaris. Imken Matamud Nomar Baris. Also, what does the Pasuk say? Barsechem. If you tell me that's really in every place, what does the Yagur Itecha get Barsechem? What do you mean you have a Sechem? You tell me Itecha tells me wherever you are. So what is the Artsechem coming to uh, exclude? So the Yabara says, Ba'aretz tzarikh lehavi ra'aya. Bechutz la'aretz, en tzarikh lehavi ra'aya. Which means in Eretz Yisrael, Yastubin ra'aya, Teger, that he converted in Betin, and he's not a goy, and that he's mahul, and that uh, everything is okay. Why? Because in Eretz Yisrael, I need proof that he converted. Why do I need all this proof? Because I would say maybe he converted, or maybe he's lying. Why would he lie? Again, he wants to be part of Eretz Israel. He wants to be part of the beauty of Eretz Israel. It's advantageous to him to benefit from the Eretz Zavat Halavudvas, from the flowing milk and honey. So even when a guy comes along in Eretz Israel and says, I'm a convert, you got to grill the guy, because there's a Sevarat to say he might be lying. However, the chutzla aris it's a nikla biraya. Chutzla aris tov to bring biraya because there's no advantages in chutzla adraban. Chutzla aris, I'm Yisrael suffers, and therefore God comes along and says uh, he's a gad. He does not have to bring a biraya that he converted in beddin. It's enough that uh, we can trust him. Devre Rabbi Yehuda. There's someone to say that chutzla aris is believed with a migu. That uh, what's the migu? That Migu, he can convert. I mean, he's testifying on something that's in his hands to do. So therefore, they give him uh, leniency. Ben Ba'ares, Ben Ba'ares, say no. Whether you're in Eris Israel or whether you're in Chutz Ares, he has to bring a Raya, that what? He is a uh, convert that he converted in front of Bedin. Oh, so what do they do with the Pesach? So Gibraltar is going to analyze now. Kabbalah says, Bahu ve'edav immo kralamali. You told me, a guy comes with witnesses that he's a convert, which means we had a hazakar, the guy was a goy. Now the guy comes out, uh, get any. So we said, what? He has to have uh, witnesses. If he has witnesses, he's trusted. So the Kabbalah says, of course, what do you mean? What do I need a person to tell me if the guy brings witnesses that he's going to be trusted? Bahu ve'edav immo kralamali. Amar of Sheshat. The Amre, we talk about a case like this where the witnesses said, Shama'nu shenit gayer bebeddin ploni. They didn't actually see the conversion. They just coming along saying, We heard that this guy converted in such and such bed. I would have told them, but we don't believe him. Because bottom line, they didn't uh, see anything. Kamash ma'lan, that what? That they do have a ne'emanut. What's the reason? Because we have a rule like this, anything that eventually will become revealed, a person's not going to lie about. Therefore, these witnesses, they're going to come along now and say, we heard that this guy was a convert. Now, usually these things eventually become public knowledge. It becomes revealed. So they were, they're not going to lie on such a thing. So then we give them a, a ne'emanut. Even if they didn't actually see the conversion, as long as they heard of the conversion, that's considered enough. Now, According to Rabbi Yehuda, you would only need these witnesses in Eretz Israel. Because he says in Chutz Ha'aris, in Sarikh Lavi, Raya. Just keep that. All this we're saying they need witnesses, that's Dafka, Rafi Rabbi Yehuda, Ba'aris. Again, because he has a reason uh, to lie, like we said, so there's more uh, that you need. But in Chutz Ha'aris, you wouldn't even need uh, uh, witnesses uh, at all, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Jewish witnesses only? Of course. So it comes out of to be Yehuda, in Eretz Yisrael he has to be Muhzak Agir, in order to be accepted, or that will have Edim. Okay, all that, all the stuff we said in the opening Braita, that if he's, a guy comes along and says, Ger Ani, you know, we don't believe him, that's in Eretz Yisrael. And that we say that witnesses are necessary, that's again in Eretz Yisrael, but Hussaharis, with an automatic ne'emanut defeat of Yehuda. Comes to and says, Ba'aris, right? It says in the Pasuk, Ba'aris. What's the exact uh, language of the Pasuk? It actually says, Vechiyagur ittecha ger be'arsechem. Okay, which means in your land. So the says, Ba'aris, in the air la ba'aris, b'chutz la'aris minayin. So Talmud Domar ittecha, 
Bechol makom she'itteka. We learn itteka. Wherever you are, we accept the covenant, even in Chutz Laaretz. So the Gemara says, "Ve'ha'apikte." So what are you talking about? We learned already. We used this pasuk itteka already for something else. Yotim itteka teaches you wherever you are, you can accept converts. However, we learned already from the fact that the, uh, if a person comes along and says, "Ger ani," I'm a convert. Emekablimoto. We don't accept him unless he's muhzak. We learned that also from the pasuk. Ve'chiyagud itteka. So how many things could you learn from the uh, Pasuk Here we're learning wherever you are. But we also learned the right that has to be a Mosak from the same uh, words. So the Gemara says that is another Dirashah. Hadam Itecha Vehadam Mi'imach There's two Pasukim that are talking about the convert. One Pasuk says Vechiyya Yagur Itecha Ger We have another Pasuk that says Ger Vetoshav Vahay Imach So therefore, one Pasuk I learned the Deen of what? Itecha Bechol Makom Shetecha that you accept the convert wherever else. And you only accept converts in Israel, you accept converts from Saudis. And the Imach will teach me that what? That only when he's with you, mean you can only accept him when he's a Muhzak. But when he's not a Muhzak, you don't accept him. So we have two different words. Itta, Itecha, and Imach. Okay? And the comes the Quran says, Vahachamim Omrim, Ben Ba'aris, Ben Bechusalaris, Rikh Lavira'ya. The rabbis say, that's about where the convert's coming. You got to be witnesses, ben ba'aris, ben bechutzal ha'aris. That is uh, legitimate. So comes the Gemara and says, ve'ela ha'keti ba'aris. <laughs> so what is the pasuk? It says ba'aris. What, what do you learn from that pasuk? Then according to the Hakamim. Which is according to the Be'udah, we said, no, ba'aris ha'chem teaches me what? That in Eretz Israel, you have to already bring uh, witnesses. That's the Hadush of ba'aris ha'chem. But according to the Hakamim, where you have to bring witnesses, ben ba'aris and... Ben Bechutzalaris. So, what's the person coming to tell you about it to him? What's the uh, what's those uh, words over there? Kamara says, "Wow, the other way. That even in Eretz Israel, you can accept converts. I would have thought that what." Since the guy is just converting, he's lying because he wants to get the benefits of Eris Israel, Meaning, Eris of Atalavudvash, all the beauty of Eris Israel. So therefore, I need a special pasuk to come and tell me, even in Eris Israel, the person is able to convert. And even now, that let's say the Zavat Halab Udvash Beracha in Israel doesn't apply anymore. We lost that Beracha. It's not in existence anymore. Still, I would say, Ika Leket Shechau Pe'al Ma'asir Ani. And a lot of benefits. If you have a farm in Eretz Israel or you're an Ani in Eretz Israel, you're able to collect all the entitlements. Leket Shechau Pe'al Ma'asir Ani. Those are all benefits that the Anim get. And therefore, I would have thought that what? That he's converting uh, for the perks. He's converting in Eretz Israel to get the, the money. Kamash Ma'alad, so the person doesn't matter. Ba'aretz Echem, you still can convert in Eretz Yisrael. So where is Hachamim hold? That why you needed Ayah, Ben Ba'aretz, Ben Mechutz Ala'aretz. So why is the Torah singling out Eretz Yisrael? There's no difference between Eretz Yisrael and Chutz You both have to bring an Ayah both places. An explanation is though, Hadush Ba'aretz Echem tells me that you're allowed to accept them, Bichlal. Why would I think you cannot accept them at all? Because I would think that maybe they're not uh, genuine. They're coming just for the uh, benefits of Eretz Israel. Either there's a Matalabud Vash, or because of the Maaser Ani that they get, like a Kamash Ma'lan, that you can even accept converts in Eretz Israel. Comes the Gemaran continues. Amar Bar Abba Mar Yohanan, Halacha, Bemba Ares, Bemba Hutzala Ares, Sarik Lavi Raya. Which means, whether the convert comes in Eretz Israel or in Chutz Ta'aris, Islam, he just comes. Right? I'm, a, I'm a convert, he has to bring a raya. I mean, we forsake like the shita of Hachamim. What bin Ba'aris, bin Chutz Ta'aris. Okay. Which is mashmah that you need what? Witnesses. That's the, that's the raya. You mean two witnesses to come along and say that though, even we heard that this man converted in a legitimate uh, bedding. Some want to say, uh, some want to say, no, that the edim that they have to bring according to the hakamim is real edim. That come along and say, we were at the conversion. So it's look at how far hakamim went. Number one, they're being ma'mid, that you needed a'ayah everywhere. 
And then the second Mahlogan is among three Shalim. How far did this Ra'yah? Is it enough just for them to say, I heard about the testimony, the, 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 the conversion, or do they have to actually see it? But either way, we know Hakimima being more Mahmid than Rabbi Yehuda, that only demands Edut in Israel, they demand it everywhere. So comes Gavaran says, what did you do? You told me, you know, the Halakha is going to follow the Hakamim. It was a Pshita. Yahid the Rabbi Melchakarabim. I need, a, I need a rabbi go out of his way to tell me halakha follows bin ba'arz bin ma'ud sa'ar and that's the hachamim hachamim is the majority opinion what's the, what's the question? ma'udetema mistabir ta'amad rabbi Yehuda so I would have thought maybe the logic of rabbi Yehuda's argument is better because he has a proof from pisukim kamash ma'lad we follow tshitav da hachamim which means, we have a pasuk, according to Biuda, it says, Amach. So from, let's say, Amach, we learned earlier, that we can accept Gerim from uh, any place. Bim Ba'aris, Bim Ba'aris. Therefore, according to Hachamim, the word Artsecha is really difficult, because really, if the pasuk that says, Amach, we can accept Gerim wherever you are, really, that's a du'a, what does that say, Artsecha then? So I have to say, you would have thought you don't accept the Pesukimah more mashma according to the way Rabbi Yehuda learned. So therefore I would have thought that you go like Hachamim, look at that sheet. They come and say, It's one, two, three, four, five lines down. Which means, according to Rabbi Yehuda, how does he break up the Pesukimah? There two Pesukimah, right? The word emach, the way that she's understanding it, is coming to tell you wherever you are. Oh, then you have to ask the Yudah. If it's wherever you are, what is Uba come and teach me? So Uba will teach me just in Eretz Israel, you need a bigger uh, raya. So that, that makes sense. Uba Ritzichem, namely, Ela Lab, Arayakai. The Be'eris Sarik Lavi Raya, Vilo Bechutzlaris. Whereas according to Hakamim, it says emach already, that you can accept converts anywhere. So what is Uba Ritzichem coming to teach you? So you have to answer, you would have thought that in Israel you don't accept them at all. Because they're coming for the, so that's more of a dohak. Therefore, I would have thought Halakha follows the Muda because he has the Pesukim behind them to support him. Kamash Malam, No. Halakha still follows Hakamim that what? You accept converts bin Ba'aris bin Ba'aris, but you need a Ra'ayah of Idim in both places. Okay, now the Gemara comes along on a new point. Tanu Rabbanan. We have a brighter. Ushfatem Sedek Ben Ish Uben Ahiv Uben Gero. It says you give righteous justice to a man and his brother and Gero. Uh, Gero is a convert. Mikan Amar of Yehuda Ger Shinit Gayer Bebeddin Hareze Ger. Because the Pasuk of here uses the word Ushfatem. Ushfatim is Mishpat. Mishpat is done where? In Betin. And the Pasuk uses the word Ger. So you see what? That a Ger that converts, it has to be done in front of a Betin. Benol ben Atzmo eno Ger. But if he does it by himself, meaning he went to the Mikveh himself, circumcised himself, he didn't do it in front of the Hachamim, it's not considered a legal conversion. It has to be like Mishpat. So Kavz Gibran says, Ma'aseh be'had, Sheba'al ifner bi'yuda. The guy came in front of bi'yuda. Amar lo, Nitgayarti b'ni l'bena atzmi. So I converted between myself, alone. Amar le'er bi'yuda, Yesh lecha edim, Do you have witnesses? So he comes along and says, Amar le'lav. So he told them, no. Yesh lecha banim, do you have children? He came along and said, Yes. Which means when the first question he asked him, Do you have witnesses that you converted, not in front of Bedin? I mean, just at the time that you, that, uh, you converted. Which means, you, don't, you didn't do it in front of a Bedin, but you have uh, witnesses that uh, Stam saw you uh, convert. Stam. Two witnesses are considered a betting. You need three. So the guy comes along and says, Do you have children? Yes. Okay, we'll believe you 
to make yourself pasul, meaning that you're not a convert, and if you have a deen of a goy, for yourself, but you do not have a ne'emanut, you do not have a, uh, a belief to be posel your children. Which means, since until this point you were considered Behezkat Yisrael. Right? We were treating this guy Behezkat Yisrael already. He had children already. We were, we were treating him like one of us. So therefore your children are not going to be pasul until we have witnesses that clearly say that you were pasul. However, for you, you can be pasul without witnesses. Because we have a principle. Shavi nafsheh kahatika de isura. A person is able to osir himself. Like a piece said, that, that's, uh, he can make himself like a piece of isur. And therefore, we're going to say, Legabe you, you're believed. And therefore, we're going to consider you a goy. But we don't give you ni'manut to say that you're not a gay as much as to say that your children now are going to be pasulim. Uh, now, what is the uh, isur of it that we would do to the children? Well, we had she taught earlier that said if a goy marries a bat uh, Israel, according to she taught that the bat the child's a mamzer. So therefore, by him coming along to say that uh, you know he didn't do a legal conversion, he's making the children mamzerim. So he said no. For himself, you're out. You have a problem now. But the Gabi, your children, you're not going to make your children Mamzeri. So the Gabbara says. So that really means when a fellow comes and gives a testimony about his that affects his children, we don't believe him, the Gabi, his children. We only believe him, the Gabi, himself, because he really didn't bring witnesses over here. He's just coming on his own word. He's coming on and saying, listen, I converted uh, without a uh, Betty. Do they have witnesses? Tennis over here, so he comes along and says, um, "No, I don't have witnesses." Stop. So we're taking the guy's word over here that uh, the guy's a, a, a bad convert. So the Gabe himself, no good. The Gabe's children, they stay good. He says over here, "Sheila, what about his wife? I mean, what about this guy's wife? What is, what is his status with that?" So he says, "Im lo If let's say she wasn't a Yisraelite. So we know that already. She's not Jewish. So the children are not Jewish anyway. So therefore the children are out uh, regardless. Because we know that the, the children go after the, the mother. Now if she was a Yisraelite, so therefore the children go after them. So therefore what's the Sheila? So they're, they're Jewish. So what does it mean, what does it mean they're, they're the children over here? So you have to say that... Um, that the Biyuda is going according to his opinion that said above that the Vilad is a Mamzer. Like I explained. Because otherwise, if you're not going to explain that, what's, what's, what's this problem with the children? You just look at the wife. If the wife is Jewish, the kids are Jewish. If the wife is not Jewish, then who cares what the father is? And they have to say, according to the Biyuda's opinion above, that a goy that goes with a Ba Israel, the child has the status of Mamzerut. So that's what they're saying. We don't believe them to give the children. So the Gemara says, Umi Amar Biyuda, Abanim Lomehman. Does the Biyuda say that we don't believe a person regarding his uh, children? We have a bright Yakir. The pasuk says Yakir. That she says itabechor bena nisua Yakir. Or actually bena sinua Yakir. Person has two wives, right? One is a ahova, one is a sinua. So it says he has to give a double portion to the firstborn, regardless of what wife it comes from. So it says, let's say they don't know who the firstborn is. So it says, We believe the father to come along and say, This child of here is my Bechor. Torah tells us that we trust the father, Yakir. He can make it noticeable to us. He's able to make it known to us. That what? That this child is a Bechor. So the Gabbara says, You know, we learn from this halakha, Mikan, Ukshim. That we could also trust the father when he says, Hey, this kid over here is a Ben Girusha. He's the son of a divorcee. Therefore, he's Pasul for the Kihuna. Or he's a Ben Haluta. So, what do you see in this Gemara? That a father is believed to possess the son. Now, the Hachamim come along and say that he's not believed the Chlal. We don't even believe him uh, to these Halakot uh, over here. He has no Ne'emanut. Uh, so now the question is uh, according to the Bi'udah, 
How did you tell me above that when a guy comes along and says, I converted myself without a betin, you say, well, he's Ne'emat to posel himself, but he's not Ne'emat to posel his children. What do you mean? We still bear that a father has a Ne'emat to posel his children. When the father comes along and says, my son is uh, Ben Girusha, he's believed. So what's the, uh, what's the difference? Amar of Nahman, but it's hachika amar le. This is what uh, we're saying. Lidvarecha oved kochavim ata. Ve'en edut le'oved kochavim. You know why you don't believe him? Because we're telling him like this. According to your testimony, you're a goy. When the guy comes along and says, I converted, not in Beddin. What is he really saying? I'm a goy. So therefore, you know why you don't believe him for his children? Not because he's not believed to possess his children. Normally, a Jew is believed to possess his children. But according to your testimony, you're a goy. A goy doesn't have their manut. That's why he believed on himself. He's believed on himself because he has a, we have a rule of Shabi Nafshah A person can make himself Isud. But to go posel somebody else as a head to come along and say that you're not convert not gonna be not gonna be accepted. So that's the reason of the halakha, which you really you can posel a child. Just like we said above, the Buddha says but that's Israel, you have to remember, that's a Jewish father that's coming along and saying, Hey my son is a Ben Girusha. Okay, you have an Emanut. But here you're coming along and saying that what? Uh, you're not even Jewish. Forget it, so therefore you lose your whole uh, you lose your whole testimony. Very good. It's like a Siddhi in Emanut. So comes Gemaran says, Ravina Amar. So Ravina gives a different answer. Hakika Amarle. Yeshlecha Banim Hen. He says that the story was like this. They asked him the question like this Do you have children? He said, Hen. Yes, I have children. He told me, do you have grandchildren? He said, Hen. Yes, I have grandchildren as well. So the rabbi told him, uh-huh. You are Ne'eman to make your children Pesulim. But you don't have a Ne'emanut to posel your grandchildren. Which means, really we go with the Pasuk of Yakir. And Yaqir teaches me what a father's believed to say, this son is a Bechor. And just like Rabbi Yehuda said above, just like he's believed to say he's a Bechor, he's believed to say he's a Ben Girusha, or a Ben Halutza. And therefore Rabbi Yehuda is consistent. When the guy comes in front of the bed and he says, I have children, you believe him. And therefore, believe him what? That he's not a convert, and therefore the children are going to be Mamzerim. So Rabbi Yehuda is consistent. Oh, so what's the case? We're talking about Rabbi that we said that we don't believe in the Gemini children. Nah, it wasn't the children. It was talking about where he had grandchildren. Where a person has grandchildren, we don't see anywhere that a father is Ne'eman to be Poseidon's grandchildren. We only see that he's Ne'eman to say that my son's a Bechor, or to say his son is a Ben Girusha, or a Ben Chalutza. We didn't see anywhere that you believe they got big grandchildren. So the case of the copper was like this. He came in front of the rabbis, right? He said, listen, I converted outside of Betin. Do we have any children? Yes. Now, if that was the end of the story, they would have said your children are Basul. But the story continues, according to this version. Do you have any grandchildren? Yes. So, once already you have grandchildren, nobody's Basul. Because, yeah, nobody. Because once, we're not going to make his children Basul and his grandchildren Kashir. That's a joke. How could you make his children Mamzerim and his grandchildren Kashir? And then once he has children, grandchildren, since you're not believed to get better grandchildren, you're not believed to get better children itself. So that's what the that was saying, that you don't believe him for the children. Only when there was grandchildren alive. Again, do we have any source that we believe a father to possess his grandchildren? No. The only source that we have is the father's belief to possess his son. He's a Ben Girusha, he's a Ben Halutza. Oh! So if you have an ability to possess your son, how come over in the Gemara, the Rebbe says you can't possess your son? So he's answering the rabbi, because we're talking about he came along with grandchildren as well. So since he cannot possess his grandchildren, we're not going to let him possess his children as well. Good? That's the existence. That's the existence. That'd be alive. That, that, that was, he's changing the story. He said that the rabbi asked him, do you have uh, children? He said, yes. Do you have grandchildren? Yes. Oh, now you're not believed on your children. Normally you'd be believed to possess your children. But since you're not believed to be your grandchildren, you're not believed to be your children as well. Tanya Nami Achim, we have a bright to support this. Nabi Yudha Omer, Ne'eman Adam Nomar Al-Beno Katan, Ve'en Ne'eman Al-Beno Gadol. The Bhaita says, you believed on your small son, but you're not believed on your 
big son. To say his pasun. What does a small son mean? What does a big son mean? So the Gemara says, "Amar Yehiyabar Abba, Amar Yehanan, Lo Katan Katan Mamash, VeLo Gadol Gadol Mamash." It doesn't mean uh, small son, big son, meaning in age. Ela Katan VeYeshlo Banin ZeGadol. Which means, who are we calling a, a Gadol? That's a child. Look how old he is. A child that has children, we call him a Gadol. Gadol VeEnlo Banin. But a gadol, even if he's a gadol, but doesn't have children, we consider him a katan. So therefore, what's the uh, what's the tanya kivate? What is the brayta bringing us a uh, a support over here that you see you have the ability to posel your children? Is the iman under child? Right? Is the iman under child? But which child is he believed? Where is he believed? Only on a child that doesn't have children. But if a child has children, he's not Naaman. So you see this answer, the way we're saying is uh, Rabbi Naz's answer, has a source in a Braita. So Kazi Gavarad says, Oh, but the Halakha doesn't follow Rabbi Halakha follows that what? There's no Naamanut in this case of the Ger, because according to his testimony, he's a Goy. And therefore, he doesn't have the ability to possess his children. Understand what Abdullah Muhammad Yitzhak Shita was? Abdullah Muhammad Yitzhak Shita was, why don't you believe in the Gabay's children? Because according to what he's telling, he's telling he's a goy. Does a goy have an ability to give Aidut? No. So, nothing to do with Ravina. Ravina said, what? You believe in the Gabay, the child. You just don't believe in the Gabay, the grandchildren. But if there was only children there, he has an Emanu to be possessed. Good. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak holds, he's not believed to get the child. Why? He's a goy. Goy is not the name Anut in uh, testimony. Mashiach, according to Ravina, you believe in the get the child. A father has the ability to be posel, a child just like he has the ability to say he's a Ben Gerusha or a Ben Galusha. Oh, so the Gemara says, who's that? I can't follow. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. Therefore, guy comes along and says, I'm a convert, and I did it on my own. <coughs> so, you yourself, you're going to be pasul. But the gabay, your children, they're not mamzerim. Why? Because you made yourself isur. You made yourself isur, you were going. So therefore, your testimony, the gabay, your children, is not going to have any uh, any credence. The Gabbara's question then is, What are you talking? How can you tell me halakha is like Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak? We just brought a braita, which is a Tanayic source, according to Ravina. That said what? When a father testifies the Gabe's child is believed. When he testifies the Gabe's grandchild, he's not believed. But what do you see? That a father has the Imanut for the child. That's against the Nahman Bari Yitzhak. Kamara says, itmar. That Braita was not talking about a convert. That Braita is that the father's name was my regular case of Yakir. Meaning, a father's name Anut to say, my son is a Bechor. Well, father has a name to say, my son is a Ben Gerusha, because he's Jewish. Therefore, Rav Dahman Bar Yitzhak say, yeah, because a Jew has the Edut, he has name Anut, to say his son is a Ben Gerusha, or Ben Galutza, or the son is a Bechor. And therefore, you have no right, this right is not a question against Rav Dahman Bar Yitzhak. I'm telling you that by a Ger, he doesn't have name because he's not considered Jewish. But Sheikhan, in the case of Yakir, where he wants to say, my son is a Bechor, or my son is a Ben Gerusha, Ben He's believed. So that Braita that said we believe him to possess his son is to be a Jew. He's believed to be possess his son. But not a fellow that according to his testimony is not Jewish. But I continue. Stanu Rabbanan. Ger Shebalit Geyer Bismanazir. Okay, a convert comes to convert Bismanazir. That's why they're going to give you now the procedure of how uh, we can accept a convert. Omrim lo Mara Ita Shebatalit Geyer. What, 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 what did you see here that you want to come convert? Don't you know that the Jewish people over here are afflicted? Dehufin, oppressed. Sehufin, they're being dominated. Umitulafin, they're being harassed. Viisurin ba'in alehem, and there's tremendous affliction coming on Klai Israel. Which means, we're trying to talk him out of it. We're saying, what do you need it for? What do you want to become Jewish for? We have such uh, persecution. Im Omer, if he answers, Yodeya'ani, Ve'eni kedai, I know about all this. 
and I'm not even kedai to to partake in such a, a, a nation of the suffering. So he's saying, I, I need a zechut to be part of Klai's tale. And she's telling me he looks at it as a zechut. Mekabelin oto miyad. Then you're ready, you accept them immediately. Umudi'in oto miksat mitzvot kalot umiksat mitzvot hamurot. So now we have to start teaching him some of the mitzvot. We just inform him. Some of them mitzvot kalot, which we'll see what they are, and some of them mitzvot hamurot. Umudi'in oto avon leket shekarau pe'au masirani. We explained them the avon that goes behind the people that do not give their leket, shekha, pe'a, ma'asid, anim, explain them that avon specifically, but the Gibraltar is going to explain why that avon specifically, out of all the mitzvot in the Torah, umudi'in oto, onchan shil mitzvot, and we also tell them that there's punishment now, for the mitzvot, for example, omlim lo, evei yodaya, you have to know, she'ad shelo ba'at, until you have come to convert, Until you came to this measure to convert, if you would eat chalev, you don't get karet. Eat chalev when you're a goy, it's not nothing. Till now, you're not going to get sekira either. But now you want to convert, you'll be Jewish. Eat chalev, now you're going to be punished with karet. we explain that, listen. Klaisel in this world, we cannot be, have Rov Tovah. Rov Tovah is abundant Beracha, because God doesn't want to give us Rov Tovah, because then we're going to go after the Yetzirah. If we go after the Yetzirah, we're not going to be able to fulfill the Mizvot. However, for that matter also, Velo Rov Puranut. God's like, don't worry, even though we said that we're suffering and all that, but that God doesn't give us rov puranut either, in order that we'll have the ability to do the mitzvot. So therefore, there's a balance. Look at that, Shiyanta. Lord of Toba, Lefishi Yitzrara, Mahzir Aharim. But if God's going to give us too much abundant good, then the Yitzrara is going to trip us up. So if God cannot give us uh, good, uh, too much uh, good, but as well, He did not give us rov puranut as well, because otherwise we're going to be uh, taken out of the world. Which means we want him to love Klai Yisrael. Well, once already we, you know, we try to talk him out of it, but then we tell him also, but don't worry, you know, there's not Rav Tavad, there's not Rav Puranut either, God is with chosen nation, things like that. The way he explains it over here, All the nations of the world are going to be destroyed, but Amisa is going to remain. Excuse me, we're just trying to tell us all the hardships that are going on in Klai Yisrael. It's only temporary, it's not, uh, not so bad. And uh, all these tests over here is just so we can do the mitzvot like God's commanding us, etc. Ve'en marbin alav, Rashi says, we don't try to intimidate him too much to scare him away. In marbin, we don't overly intimidate him. Ve'en medakdekin alav, and you don't also go into details. Which means like we went into the law of Shabbat. We don't go into all the laws of Shabbat with him. You just say, listen, if you have Shabbat, you get Sikidah. We don't go into all the, the details at that time. Kibel, if he still says, I accept, Malin oto miyad. So we accept him, and we circumcise him immediately. Nishtayiru motzitzina ma'akimim etamilan. Let's say after you did the circumcision, there were certain pieces of skin that are called sitzin. Seems like little pieces of skin that the Mohel did not cut. Now there's certain pieces of skin that we're going to learn in the Gemara that rendered the Midah invalid. So the deen is, the Mohel has to go back and cut them off. Chosrin umalin oto shiniyah. He has to go back and take off these tzitzin, these little pieces of skin. Nitrapeh, once he's cured from the Midah, he feels better. Matbirin oto miyad. Then already you dip him in the mikveh immediately. Ushne tamidah achamim omdim al gabav. 
and you have two rabbis that stand at the time that he's dipping, Again, they repeat to him some of the mitzvot, the kalot and the hamurot. This is the second time we're giving him a review of the mitzvot. The first time was one when he initially came to convert, and the second time is when he's going into the mikveh. He dips. Once he comes out, He's considered now a full-fledged Jew. Isha, now what about a lady? Obviously you can have the hakamim going into the mikveh to watch the lady uh, dip. So it says, Nashim moshivot otam b'mayim al-savara. So we have ladies that go into the mikveh with her and make sure that she goes into the mikveh up to her neck. And the rabbis stand outside the mikveh. And from outside... So there's no breach of siniyut. They just tell her, make sure you accept upon yourself the mitzvah. But the lady's actually supervising the mikveh itself, the dipping. While you have the achamim on the outside, echad ger veechad ever mishuchrar. Which is, and this all this procedure that we said applies to a ger when he converts or an eved mishuchrar. Which means when an eved kanani gets free, so he's dipped again in the mikveh and he has to accept upon himself all the mitzvot. So therefore, the same thing applies. Which means, in the same type of mikveh that nida dips in, which means a mikveh of 40 se'ah of water, that's the same mikveh that a convert dips in in order to become Jewish. Which means, in anything that's considered a hatzitzah, in the tibila, for example, say a person is uh, being tovel for um, to make himself uh, from tumata tara, so too uh, for a ger mm-hmm. or even a nida, which is all she wants because mutata husband. We're not discussing a nida that wants to touch the tirumot and tara tovel. Doesn't matter. All the hatzitzot that apply to someone that's getting tara, touching tirumot, things like that, is considered a hatzitzah for nida and a convert as well. Amar Mo, now the Gibra analyzes the above statement. Everything we just said above in the Braitha, the Gibra is going to each, take each piece and analyze it and isolate it uh, separately. Amar Mo, Gair Shibalit Gayer, Omlimno, Mara Ita Shibatit Gayer. What did you see over here that you come in to convert? Now why are we doing this over here? What are we trying to do? What's the, what's the purpose? Which means we're trying to get him to, to be Porish. We don't want him to convert. Why? Because Girim are difficult for Klai Israel like a Sapahat. Sapahat is like a leprosy. Which means they're, they're difficult for us. It says the Ger is going to join you, accompany you. Literally means, they're going to cleave to Klai Yisrael. But also comes from the word, Sapahat. They're going to be like a Sapahat to Bet Yaakov. Now the question is, why are Gerim like a Sapahat? So, different interpretations are explained over here. Tosfot explains... Because usually Gerim are not careful in the mitzvot. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening, they have these people living amongst us, and the regular Jews are going to learn from them. Yeah, so therefore, they ruin us. By their lax behavior in the mitzvot, they ruin Kalaises. So therefore, Kashim Gerim Nisrael, Kesapad. That's one interpretation. Others' interpretation, Tosfot brings down, All Jews are responsible for each other. And therefore, since these guys convert, now they're Jewish. And now they don't fulfill the mitzvot. And therefore now also become responsible for the Averot. So therefore, it's Kashim Gerim Kelisrael Kesapahat. There's another interpretation that says like this. Bani Olam only rests his Shekinah on families that are miyuhasot. On families that are, have lineage. And therefore when the Gerim come into Kelisrael, obviously they have no lineage. And therefore it causes the Shekinah to leave Kelisrael. So there's a sacrifice that we have to take. So Kashim Gerim Kelisrael Kesapahat. The last interpretation is like this. It's very hard. The Torah puts a lot of laws on the converts, how we have to treat them. And it's very difficult to treat them in the way the Torah wants us to treat them. You have to love them, and you have to give them respect, and you can't uh, uh, insult them with words, and so you have to be extra careful. And therefore, we're going to get punished because of them. Because it's so hard to deal with them, 
because of all the laws, how nice we have to be with them. And if you make the little mistake, then they're ready to offer a doraita, a couple of doraitas. So the kashim gerim is like a sapahat. The responsibility that we have towards them is hard to fulfill, and therefore they incriminate us. So that's uh, that interpretation. Uh, the last interpretation they say kashim gerim kasapahat is because sometimes the converts are more religious than the Jew. And they, they make us look bad. But look at these people. They weren't even Jewish now. They're more mahmid than the people that were. So it incriminates us that way. That in the case where the converts could be more observant, so Kashim Kisa, they put us in a bed, they cast us in a bed, lied. So therefore, we try to dissuade them, and then uh, if they accept, they accept. Comes the Gibran says, Ve'en marbin ala, ve'en medaktekin. Amar rabbi el azar. Which means, how do we know that after uh, we teach them the, the avon of those all the entitlements that the farm has to leave for the anim. So the Gemara says, "What do you got to teach him these laws for?" Amar of Kiyab, but Abba Mar Yohanan, Ben Noach Neherag al Pachot Meshavet Peruta, Velo Nitan Hishabon. She have to know. When a person is a goy, he also has the deen of Lotignov, Genevaz Asud. But his Genevaz is much worse than a Jew. A goy is chayab even on less than a peruta. Now he's chayab, he's chayab mita. Wow. On less than a shabbat peruta. And not only that, Lonitan is shabon. There's no returning. Just even if he's like, I'll return it. Too late. You stole, we kill him. Now, what's the reason why a goy is killed even on a pahamash of a peruta? Because to a goy, he's so mcpeed on his money. Whereas a Jew, okay, less than a shavet peruta, nothing. Yeah. But a goy, even a less than a shavet peruta, him it's considered mamon. So Therefore, if he steals, you steal from him, he steals, I'm sorry, you kill him. So therefore, as she says, that's why you tell him the law of Lekech Chau Tell him, listen, when you're a goy, you're a guy, you're so makpeed on your money, once you become Jewish, you have a farm, you're going to have to give all your money to the Anayim. And therefore, try to dissuade him. We're trying to tell him, listen, uh, and if you don't give the liquid cup, there's avon over here. And it's difficult for Goyim, because we know that their law is even So that's a way to dissuade him. That she says a different interpretation, but he rejects it. That she says, that the reason why he's telling him liquid cup is because if he's not familiar with this halakha, all of a sudden he's going to have a farm. A Jew now is going to come and take uh, some liquid cup. He's going to think he's stealing, and he's going to kill him. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't know the law, he thinks that you kill for Geneva, and he, he doesn't know the law of Nekat Chaupeah, and therefore we, 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 we want right. to save the uh, Aniim. Now she rejects this over here because the language is not Mahash, because the, the language of the Gemara is we teach him the Avon of Nekat Chaupeah. What the Avon? There's no Avon. We should just say, we teach him don't, don't, uh, don't, don't kill somebody that comes to your field. And we're saying the Avon, if you don't give it, it's a big Avon, and it's very difficult for you people to give away your money. Because you guys, you go even with a parameh of a peruta. So therefore it's a way to dissuade him. Comes the Gabbaran, continues and says, Ve'en marbin ala, ve'en metaktikim ala. Right, we're not, uh, we don't uh, give him too many of the iyumim, uh, uh, which means we give him a certain amount of intimidation, but not so much. How do we know that? Amar bin Azad, me'ekra dikhti v'tere ki metametzeti lalekhet ita, v'tihna l'daber ila. When Naomi was trying to convert root, Actually, she was trying to dissuade Ruth from coming. When she finally saw that Ruth was determined, so then she stopped. Uh, she stopped. After a certain point, right. you stop. Amrala, tells us the conversation that Naomi had with Ruth when she was trying to uh, dissuade her from conversion. She said, Asilan Tehum Shabbat. So listen, uh, Ruth, you're going to convert. You know, we have places where we can't walk on Shabbat. We're bound by the tomb. We can't walk out of the uh, out of the border of Shabbat. So what does Ruth answer? Where you walk, I walk. You know, you, your tomb is tomb Shabbat. I accept it. Asilan Yehud. So we're not allowed to make Yehud, which is a Jewish uh, lady, a married lady from the Torah, is not allowed to be alone with a man. This is Yehud min Torah. So what does she answer back? Ruth. Talini Alim. Where you sleep, I sleep. Whatever the laws of sleeping by a Jew is, that you can't sleep in the same uh, uh, house as a, as, a, as a man, I'll keep. Mafkedinan shesh me'ot v'yag mitzvot. We're commanded on 613 mitzvot. So she says, my, your nation is my nation. Which means, I accept. Asilan avodat kuchavim. 
We're not allowed to worship Your God is my God Listen, there's punishments There's four mitot betin She says I accept the way you die, I will die as well, which is whatever ways, whatever ways uh, Jews die with Abamitopetin, we have the same way, I accept. Bet Kevarin, Nimsirulebedin. Remember, we learned there's two cemeteries that Petin has one cemetery for the Sekila Serefa people, and one for the Hedig and Henik people. Those are different level cemeteries. So we have two different cemeteries. Vesham Ekaber. And that's why I will be buried, which means I accept that as well. Once already she saw that she was determined, finish, you don't marbe, you go a couple of steps, but you don't uh, continue going for such a long time. Once she saw he was deter- she was determined, so that was it. Now, if he accepts all this, we, we circumcise him immediately. You don't want to delay the mitzvah. Especially Brit Milah, we have a law of Zirizi Bekdimim Lemezvot. So once he says, Amen, right away you circumcise him. Nishtayirubot, but let's say now some pieces of skin remained on the uh, Ever, so now he has to go back to Mohila and cut them off. So the Gemara is going to tell us what skins are we talking about. The following skins are the skins that are me'akev that render the milah basul. Basar ha'chofe etrova atara, which means you have the atara. That's we call that the crown on top of the ephod. If let's say there is skin going across the atara, right, and the width of the atara is going across the circumference of the atara, and it's covering the majority of the atara. Jidabuel did a bad job. He didn't. Reveal the atara. There's still skin covering a robe of the atara. So the deen is, it's not a milah, ve'eno ochel betrumah. Which means, if let's say, uh, this fellow was a kohen. Forget about a goy. A kohen. Not a kohen. A kohen. A kohen goes to read milah. A kohen is not eat trumah if he's not mahul. If he has his sinam akabim etamilah, meaning he has these things that are covering the atara, you're not ma'on, therefore he cannot eat terumah. The gabeh convert, he has to, he's not Jewish, he has to take a milah again. Da'amara birmiyah barabah marav, basara chofi rov gobhash al-atara. This opinion argues. Da'amara says no. Not the circumference of the atara, but he says the gova of the atara, which means, however, tall the atara is, the gova of the atara so if you have skin that's covering the gova of the atara, which means in, in one spot even, if there's skin covering the majority of the atara's height, already it's pasul, you have to cut those off, so one's going the majority around, and one is going the majority of gova comes the Gemara and continues nitrape, what do we say in the Braita? If he gets healed from the Brit Mila, what do you do immediately? Put him in the Megveh. But bidin o tomiyad. So Gemara says, Netrapeh in. Only if he got cured. Lo netrapeh, lo. My ta'ama, what's the reason? Mishum demayam marzu makah. Because when a person has a makah, the water is very, very, very difficult for this to irritate. So therefore, we wait till he gets better. Now, can we teach you a lesson over here? When the guy does an operation, you don't put him in the water. The water is no good. So then you have to wait till he's healed, then you put him in the Megveh, because otherwise it's going to irritate. ותנת once he's Jewish already, even if now let's say what's coming renounces Judaism, and now let's say made a Kiddushin. So what the deen is, Yisrael Mumar Kiddushin. Which means you're Jewish already. Just like a regular Jew that makes Kiddushin on a lady, even if he's an Asha, the Kiddushin is a Kiddushin. He's called the Yisrael Mumar. Nafkamina, he needs a get. But you might have thought over here that maybe since the guy's a convert, 
And let's say right when he comes out of the mikveh, says, you know what? I'm out. And now he goes, gives kiddushin to a lady. Maybe we'll say, ah, that's not a kiddushin. Already the guy renounced it uh, immediately. No, you're a full Jew, and therefore, even if you renounce your Judaism and you give a kiddushin to a lady, it's a Jewish kiddushin, and therefore you got to have a get. One time there was a ma'aseh that happened in the Beit of Acham Yosef Yosef Shalita, that there was an Arab that was living among the Jewish people for many years. So already he knew all the practices of the Jews. Like we have many times the Goyim live amongst us, the Shamosh of the Shul, for example, in different places. They know all the practices, they know the rituals, they know the, the Vrei Torah already. So eventually after many years living with Klai said they decided to convert. So Hakam uh, Avadiyaz Betin, a supervisor, he was on the Betin, he went into the Mikveh, they watched him uh, go into the Mikveh, and the second he comes out, he's considered Jewish. So he was so excited, so he put on his uh, kippah for the first thing, and he said, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Yechad. He said, this is the first time I can say Shema Yisrael as a Jew. So Hakam Avadiyaz said, oh, you're not allowed, you didn't say Berkat Torah. <laughs> Till then, he never said Birkat Torah. Now, when he's Jewish, he has to make Birkat Torah. So, when you see, when the court of Judaism is on him immediately, comes Gabbard and says, Ehad Ger, Ehad Eved Mishukhran. Which means, whether a person's a Ger, regular convert, or an Eved Mishukhran, that's a slave that's being uh, freed. So when he goes to the big veh, we have to explain to him the obligation that he has, the gabed the mitzvot, which is when he's dipping in the mikveh. We have to remind, listen, no, you're accepting now upon yourself, mitzvot hamurot, mitzvot uh, kolot, it applies whether it's a ger, regular convert, or a avid that's being freed. mitzvot. We're assuming over that, in which way are they equal? When it says, ehad ger, ehad avid, we're assuming that when he's in the mikveh, he has to accept upon himself the mitzvot. Kabbalah says, would mean we have a contradiction. When do we say he has to accept upon himself the mitzvot in the mikveh itself? That's a regular comfort. It's automatic. Once you dip the guy in the mikveh the second time, he's Jewish even if he doesn't uh, uh, accept upon himself the mitzvot. It's an automatic uh, acceptance. Rashi. Because already the first time when he dipped in the mikveh, when the master took him into servitude, the tibilaz l'shem mitzvot. Because already even an evet kanani has certain mitzvot until before he becomes a full fledged Jew. So therefore, they learn that from the pasuk by Shabbat that said leman yanuach shorecha v'amatecha. Your servant has to be Shomer Shabbat. What type of Ebed are we talking about? Ebed Kanani. Ebed Kanani is Jewish. Ebed Kanani has to keep Shabbat. So therefore you see what? According to this opinion, he's Jewish. Even if the second time he just went into the Mikveh. Stam. So now we have a question. You told me, Ehad Ehad Ger, Ehad Ebed. So we thought it's the Gabe Kabbalat Mitzvot. But we're saying it's not so. Because Ebed, you don't have to have Kabbalat Mitzvot. Why is Shachrun of Ebed? So the Gabbara says... It's actually mahlukit. Whether the Eved needs Kabbalat Mitzvot in the second Tevilah. And where do they know that from? Detanya, we have a law of a Yifatuar. What's the law of Yifatuar? A guy goes out to war. So the Achamim, the Torah gives a dispensation for a guy goes out to war. He sees a lady over there. So he's able to be with the lady because the Torah knows that uh, he has a Yitzhara. But then the Torah says she has to go through a conversion Process. What's the conversion process? She has to wait 30, uh, 30 days, and then uh, she goes to the uh, mikveh. So the Gemara says, "Ubacheta et abia ve'etima." So she cries for 30 days because she feels bad that she can lose her uh, her family. When do we make this 30 day process? If she's being stubborn that she doesn't want to accept upon herself the mitzvot, aval kibla alia. But let's say immediately she says, "I accept." Matbila umutar ba miyad. Then already we allow her to wow. convert immediately, which is the 30-day process is only when she's resisting. But if she doesn't resist the uh, conversion, which means we dip her right away and mutarba miyat. Oh, so comes the Gemara and says, Rabbi Shmuel Azar Omer, Afabishelo kibla alia kofe umatpila leshem shifchut. According to Rabbi uh, Shimon, he says, listen, even if she's not accepting, you dip her in the mikveh, the shame, avdut. You can have an amma, you're allowed to have a shifcha, shifcha kanalit. How does the master dip the shifcha Against her will. Throw her in the mikveh against her will. Once already you did that, now already she has on herself mizvot. Because that's the deal of a shifcha kanalit. Then what? 
throw her in the mikveh again, the shem, shahrur. Once she's free, not she's ready automatically, she's Jewish. So therefore be mutar, miyad. Which means he said you don't even have to wait the 30 days. There's a way where you can do it immediately. Dip her in the mikveh the first time against her will. She's your servant, right? You're allowed to have a shahakin on it. Once you dip her in the mikveh, right? She's considered shahakin on it, just somebody in the automatically. And then what? Dip her again in the mikveh, the shem, shahrur. So what do you see over here from this shita? This shita says that a shahakin on it does not need... Because she's doing it against her will. Whereas according to the first opinion, says no. She has to do it willingly. So therefore, the shita that will say of the Braita that says, Ehad Eved, and Ehad Ger, that says that when you're dipping in the Mebet, it's got to be in the Shem. Mitzvot is going according to the first shita, which is the shita of the Banan. That say what? That the just like the Ifatu'ar, when you're putting her in the mikveh, she has to accept her willingly. That's why you wait 30 days until she accepts it willingly. Yeah. So too here, when the Eved goes in the mikveh, he also has to accept upon himself the mitzvah. You don't do it against his will. You're able to put her in the mikveh against her will the second time. Because already, the first time she did it in the Shem Shifha, already she has mitzvot on her, automatic. Then already, once you dip her again, she's free. Look at the top Rashi. He has to make a Kabbalah. So then we can say the bright as far as Shita of the Hakamim, that the Evid and the Ger are similar. In what? At the time of the Mikveh, there has to be a Kabbalah. All Mitzvot. Baruch Adu Ali Ulam. Amen.